Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Happy Friday to you. Happy beginning of the weekend. Whether you're leaving work, relaxing, going out on a night or weekend. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're making money. Take all of the money. I'm going to be here with you for the next three hours. I get started every single weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. Pacific. Super producer and host Ryan Hickey. He's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And thank you to you for hanging out with us this week, an eventful week. We started with a Super Bowl. We're ending with an NBA All-Star break, right? A few minutes from now, it looks like we're going to have the celebrity game and the rising stars competition. Just NBA is having a grand old time out in Indianapolis, and we're going to talk about it as the, the show continues on. Thank you to everybody who listened to the first hour of the show as we got started. We had an opportunity, unfortunately, to talk about some of the uh, the bad news from today. Uh, Tiger Woods having to be carted via a golf cart, not not via, you know, a gurney or a stretcher, uh, but in a golf cart taken off of the course at the Genesis Invitational due to uh, illness. Uh, Tiger Woods had to withdraw from the tournament. And it's no surprise based on his prior injury history, I would say. Uh, Yesterday, he talked about how his back was was seizing and freezing up on him, back spasms. And then the day before that on Wednesday, Tiger Woods just really, really went in and told everybody about his his physical ailments and how he has been feeling, but feeling a little better. But that doesn't that doesn't change things. A matter of fact, let's take a listen to the Golf Channel kind of cover live at that moment. Tiger Woods getting carded. Off of the course. Uh oh. When Pete Datchison, the PGA Tour rules guy, is carting you in, that usually is not a good sign. No, it's not. Aaron, do you know anything about this? I, I, guys, this is the first time seeing of it, but I will say this on the fifth tee, um, after he made bogey on four, he came over and he leaned over on a table at the fifth tee or a stand and he looked visibly uncomfortable. So uh, I can only imagine that that's the reason that this looks like a WD. I heard you talking earlier today, having watched him on the range, and you said he didn't look as mobile as he did yesterday. It, it definitely looked a little more, definitely looked a little more labored today than he did than he did yesterday. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what's going on with Tiger Woods. They said it was an illness. We'll we'll, we'll see what the deal is. Certainly, we also talked about. Clay Thompson, right before we went to break, Clay Thompson uh, benched 
for the first time since his rookie year, coming off the bench for the first time since his rookie year, dropping 35 points in a victory. I guess Klay Thompson got the message. And Klay Thompson, as far as Steve Kerr is concerned, he's going to continue to come off of the bench in the short term. Because it is the all-star break, the Golden State Warriors, they're not back in action until next Thursday where they host the Los Angeles Lakers. So that should be a fun one to watch. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo, this man is suspended for two games next season. Why? Performance-enhancing drugs. It's been reported that he had a prescription for something, but he didn't have an exemption for it, which would lead me to believe that he, uh, let's say, was dabbling in something that would get him a little elevated. It's also expected that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to release this man, Jimmy Garoppolo, and that he is going to miss out on approximately $11 million. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, future backup. If you want to talk to me, it's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. As I stand here in the studio, uh, the NBA all-star celebrity game is getting underway. I see a lot of mascots. I see Michael Parsons running out onto the field, or excuse me. Hey, Hickey, Michael Parsons field, not court, right? Uh, Natural mistake. Of course, that happens. Happens. And it's also different court tonight. You see this? This is fancy. Yeah, so the the court, is it for the whole weekend they're using a glass? It's like a screen. It's like a television screen. Where instead of like the 3D graphics for the TV you see, now it's 3D graphics that fans in the arena can see as well. Yeah, the court it, the court is a screen. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the court plays. Is it? Can you make TV glass wood? I don't know. I'm not the NBA. I just know that this uh, this court. How much money do you think this thing is worth? Oh, millions probably. Oh, oh yes. Right? Oh, yeah. T- tens of millions, you think? Yeah, this is not your run-of-the-mill uh, you know, NBA court that costs, every court costs about, I'd say, about a mill. This court is worth uh, a couple of them. From high technology. You know, I hope I, no one slips. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, you, you would think they tested it, right? I'd hope. I mean, I, I hope you would think, but boy, oh boy, Sunday night, something happens. I hope we're yeah. not talking about this court on Monday morning. Yeah, so I know that for the weekend festive, I don't know some of these celebrities. Who do you know who Walker Hayes is? I'm pretty sure he's a country singer. Ah, yeah, country music singer and songwriter. Yeah, but I can't. Okay, so they're just on the screen. I know yeah, Puka Nakua. That's a guy I know. Puka's playing. I guess oh my god! You. Here he's here he comes. Don't they? Didn't they say Puka Nakua looks like uh, who they keep saying he looks like? To me, he looks like Johnny Damon, but they. <laughs> is, there's another guy in a sport. I don't know if it's baseball. I don't know. They, they say he looks like somebody. Hmm. Anyway, I do know that this is taking place at the Colts. Uh, what do you call it? The Colts? Is it Lucas Oil? Whatever they call it now. Lucas Oil. Yeah. And I know the game is going to take place in the arena. And so we'll, we'll, we'll find out sooner than later. But this is a big weekend for the NBA, we'll talk more of the, the all-star game and all-star weekend. Well, the celebrity game is, is typically fun. It's a fun watch, if, if, if anything. Shannon Sharp is, is coaching uh, one of these teams. And we're going to have uh, Larry Kruger come on and join us in about 15 minutes 
want to talk to him coming from the Bay Area about uh, Clay Thompson, what's going on with the 49ers. So we'll do that in 15. But I, I'd be remiss not to, to mention what took place last night while we were on air. And that was Caitlin Clark absolutely losing her mind. And it's a great thing to see so much interest in, in women's basketball. To me, it doesn't matter if it's taking place on the college level or the WNBA. Like, when is the last time that, that I think anybody anticipated somebody just going into the WNBA? I, I, I can't. She's the first. And last night, we know she became the all-time leading scorer in NCAA women's college basketball history. Flat and period. She dropped 49 points versus Michigan. Iowa beat them 106-89. to 89. The, the shot that broke the record was like a screw you, I'm going to take this from the, the seats type shot, basically from half court. And so now she has 3,569 points. Kelsey Plum, 3,527. Kelsey Plum last played at Washington in the year 2017. Caitlin Clark, she got started in the COVID year, 2020. And so last night was huge because I think everybody had to tune into Peacock to watch it. But there's so much interest about her and what she does. And she even talked about it. She's like, listen, taking a logo three, it was the perfect way to break the record. I don't know if you can really script it any better, and uh, I thought we played really well tonight and thought our defense could have been a little better, but um, just to do it in this fashion, I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful to be surrounded by so many people that have kind of been my foundation and everything that I've done since I was a young little girl, and um, I started crying watching that video just because like, I'm, I'm just filled with so much gratitude and love, and um, the way the fa- these fans support women's basketball is so much special, is so special and... Yeah, I mean, you all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. Come on now. Uh, well, she shot that shot, and she she drained that shot. She's dangerous, ridiculously dangerous. Shaquille O'Neal on TNT last night, amongst everything going on with NBA All-Star Weekend, Shaquille O'Neal jumped in and talked about Caitlin Clark. And, and listen to this. But she's incredible. Congratulations incredible. to her and her family. Yeah. Like I, I, the crazy thing is I'm, I'm just seeing her last year when they uh, uh, played LSU, but she, she's phenomenal. I, I'm going to go on the record and say she's the best female collegiate player ever. Ever? Well, ever. I don't know about you. Have you yeah, ever. heard of Cheryl Miller? Ever. Maya Moore? Yeah, I said Sunshine. what I said. Ever. Diana Taurasi? I said what I no said. No disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, hey, this Caitlin my Clark is amazing. This is my uh, opinion. Candace I'm not Walker? changing. Nobody's ever Walker. shot it like her. No, oh, she, you. she's like uh, Steph I said Curry. What I said. Yeah. Okay. Now, the first thing that came to my mind, and I guess this because the story is implanted into my brain, just like everybody else's. Is from like 30 years ago, and it's easy just to go Cheryl Miller. I, like, that's what the hell comes to my mind. Because all I can remember is, is Reggie Miller saying, Cheryl Miller, she used to bust my ass. I'm, I'm not going as far as Shaquille O'Neal to say she's the best women's college basketball player of all time. You want to know why? Because I haven't sat my ass around and watched all of women's college basketball. I think we can certainly go through and identify some of the best women's basketball players of all time. But I'm not going to go out on a limb and just all of a sudden dump that on Caitlin Clark.
I mean, if you want to go down the list, I, I know uh, Cheryl Swoops gave her a piece of her mind about Caitlin Clark. Wasn't too high on her. You can certainly mention Cheryl Miller. Uh, you know, I can look at Dawn Staley, and now she's coaching. We, we've had plenty of female college players, but the difference is I think the women have improved, just like the men. I think that we've seen an improvement in the game. I think we've seen an improvement in skill set. I mean, you can actually say to yourself, man, I'd love to see a rematch from the national championship game we got last year where LSU beat her team, Iowa, 102-85. to Like, people are anticipating that. People would love to see a rematch. People would love to see Caitlin Clark versus Angel Reese again. Maybe we'll get some you-can't-see-me gestures. Maybe we'll get all of that. Despite all of the nonsense over the past year, Angel Reese did send out a tweet following her breaking Kelsey Plum's record. Angel Reese tweeted out, Congratulations, Caitlin Clark. Keep breaking records and making her story. A little play on history there, of course. These two have pretty much said that they don't, they don't have no problems, that they compete on the court, and that they get along perfectly fine away from it. Not that I think they hang out or talk. Maybe they do. None of my business. But I just, I just love where women's basketball is at right now. I mean, the, even the fact that we have Sabrina Unescu, who's going to be participating in the, the three-point contest or a separate contest versus Steph Curry tomorrow. If you're not aware, Sabrina Unescu of of the New York Liberty in a WNBA three-point shooting contest, she broke a record, 37 points, between WNBA and NBA records. 37 points. And so there was a little wager here about going against Steph Curry, who's arguably, we know, the greatest shooter of all time. He's won the three-point shootout twice. And it's just like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to compete against each other for charity? And that's what they're going to do tomorrow. And Sabrina, who this past season with the Liberty, shot 44% from the WNBA three with the WNBA ball. Sabrina is going to be shooting from NBA range tomorrow. Sabrina is going to be shooting with the NBA ball tomorrow. I guess to show everybody that, hey, Don't underestimate us women. Sabrina, she spoke yesterday, spoke to the NBA, and she said this is a dream competing against Steph Curry. I think I was about 10 years old. I have this picture of I think I was about 10 years old and giving him a high five in the tunnel. Obviously, being from the Bay Area, he was that player that I idolized growing up. This moment for me is much bigger than just a shootout and knowing that I could have Never dreamed of, of an opportunity to, to share the court and the floor with someone that I've looked up to since I was 10 years old. And so kind of just understanding where I'm at right now and, and, and knowing that little me could have never fathomed this opportunity and kind of playing for, for her. You know what, Hickey? I'm going to save this. I got a question for you. You don't don't answer it now. But I, I want people to think about this as well, because we're going to talk to Larry Kruger in about eh, five, five, seven, eight minutes or so. We'll come through and we'll ask him about everything going on in the Bay with the Warriors, ask him about the 49ers as well. 
But the question I want you to think about, is this good or bad for the WNBA? Like, I know people can be pretty vicious online and get some jokes. I I, I don't know. I have no idea. I just want to know, is a WNBA player shooting against an NBA player, is it harmless? Is it stupid? Is it going to make him look bad if he loses? Is Steph Curry even going to lose? Is he going to embarrass her? Is this just a reminder that the guys are at a superior level than the women? Is she going to outshine him? We do not know. Think about whether or not it's a good idea. I'm going to ask Larry Kruger, you know, his thoughts on the other side. The Warriors, this shootout, this contest, the 49ers, Shanahan, their defensive coordinator. We're going to get into it all. Larry Kruger is going to join us from KNBR out in the Bay Area. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. What a transition this week, right? Go from the Super Bowl on Sunday, you flip to the next weekend, and it's NBA All Star Weekend. And as I stand here in the studio, I look up and it's like, oh, here's, here's Michael Parsons, here's CJ Stroud getting ready to play in the NBA's uh, celebrity game. It's like a a mixing, a mixing of worlds. Well, what we're going to do right now is we're we're not going to mix worlds. We're just going to talk some basketball. We're going to talk some NFL. We're going to go out to the Bay Area and have a conversation with Larry Kruger, who holds it down on 95-7 the game. Larry, thank you for taking time to hop on, man. Appreciate it. Hey, man, anytime. Now, listen, I, I got I to gotta get right to this. What's the vibe right now in the Bay with these, uh, these 49ers? Who are people upset at Shanahan? Like, what's the overall consensus? Yeah, I mean, it's toxic, as you can imagine. You, you have people saying Shanahan, you know, should deliver his head on a platter. There's people that are blaming Brock Purdy. There's people that are blaming Steve Wilkes. There's people that feel like Steve Wilkes was scapegoated. 
Um, there's there's just a myriad of frustrated 49er fans. They've been to like 13 NFC Championship games in in recent past. They don't have a single Super Bowl to show for it. So, you know, there's a lot of spoiled 49er fans out here who saw the Niners go 5-0 and and loved it and now are not enjoying the 0-3 <laughs> that has come since the 5-0 and start in the Super Bowls. Surprise, surprise, right? Not, not, not at all. Right. So listen, Larry, what is what is your evaluation? Uh, you know, I wouldn't pin things on Purdy. It, it is just very embarrassing, regardless of how much truth is in it. You know, when you got your players saying, I didn't know the rule. I didn't know this. So what do you think is the largest issue that led to the loss this past Sunday? Well, I mean, I just I hate to say it because I really think Kyle Shanahan is a top tier NFL head coach. But how many Super Bowls can we possibly watch? where this guy goes away from a, a running game that's working. I mean, th- in this game, I thought the 49ers going oh, you know, three and out three times in a row in that third quarter um, and not running the ball at all was probably the biggest complaint. Now, obviously, you know, taking the, taking the ball first in overtime, seeing the way the rules were structured was a gaffe. I mean, that was a huge mistake as well. Uh, but the bigger the bigger thing to me is you've got the MVP, you know you've got an MVP type running back in Christian McCaffrey, and um, they just stopped handing it to him. So I, I, to me, that's the biggest biggest issue. Well, Larry Kruger is here with us, holding it down on the Bay Area on ninety five seven. The game, as you mentioned, a lot of people look at Steve Wilkes as the the guy who was uh, scapegoated uh, because of the defense and and how they performed heading into the postseason to start the postseason. What do you think they should do with the defensive coordinator at the defensive coordinator position? And do you think he got a raw deal? Well, I, I don't know if he got a raw deal because, I mean, here's the bottom line. He ran the defense top to bottom, front to back, right? And there were times where he called for, for blitzes and then played off coverage. So, I mean, you know, that's squarely on him. Um, and it happened in the Cincinnati game. It happened in the Minnesota game. It happened a couple times in the Super Bowl. So your 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 front and your co- you know your coverage and whatever you're doing up front has to be in lockstep. And the fact is, he's running both and wasn't in lockstep. I mean, who do you blame? I mean, he has to take the blame. The other issue here, I mean, it's an issue, but I mean, if you look at Steve Steve Wilkes' football card. The guy's been coaching every year since 1995. We're talking about a 30-year stretch. In that 30-year stretch, he's had about 27 different jobs. So this is a guy who, and I, and I really enjoyed being around him this year. He's a straight shooter. I think he'll get another job. But, I mean, this is a guy who has moved around a ton in his career. And I don't know that that's a great indication of positive things. If I'm, if I'm hiring somebody and they've, and they've been working for 30 years, and they've got 27 different jobs. That, to me, is kind of like, what? No, none of these jobs that you ever want to stay, or they wanted you to stay for five years, six years. It's a lot of moving, in, a, in, in a, you know, that's, it's a lot of different jobs in a short amount of time. Well, Larry, what do you think they should do with this now vacant position? I mean, what they should do is call Bill Belichick and give him a blank <laughs> check and say, hey, hoodie, come out to San Francisco and, and help Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch get over the top. I mean, uh, Belichick's coached every year in the NFL going back to 75. 
Are you telling me he's going to yuck it up on television with a bunch of people that don't know a third of what he knows? I don't see that. So, I mean, they ought to beg Belichick to uh, to be their defensive coordinator. And if it wasn't him, you know, maybe somebody like Vrabel, um, you know, who's, who could bring uh, maybe a Z. I mean, they need to replace Dre Greenlaw as well. And a lot of speculation here is people would love to see Dre, uh, Z's Al-Shair brought back in the mix. Vrabel just coached him in Tennessee. Um, you know, we'll see. But those are the two names that make the most sense. I mean, some people are saying Staley, the former head coach of the Chargers, uh, but I mean, he, he, you know, obviously he had a nightmarish year this year uh, with with LA. So, I mean, that's I know it sounds crazy because why yeah. would Bill Belichick ever be somebody? Ever be a, yeah, work yeah. Why for would he ever else. be a side? Why would he be a sidekick to, to to Kyle Shanahan? But they do have a relationship. Both guys. I mean, it. You there is no cap. You could pay the guy basically anything you want to pay him. And I think that's a better gig than being on television, to be honest. I mean, as if he's going to hang out. I mean, he's not got a head coach. He didn't get any of the eight openings. There's no guarantee he's going to get one next year. He's 71. I can't picture him yucking it up on the tube. So, to me, he's, a, he's not going to coach in college. So, to me, the only thing that he could do would be kind of what Spagnuolo has done. You know, take a defensive coordinator's job and, and dominate. Um I can't know, I can't picture him doing it, but I think if he was going to do it, he would do it for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. And Larry Kruger is here with us, the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. And we got to see if, if any of these dudes have egos small enough to kind of do such a thing. And speaking of egos small enough, I know out in the Bay Area, this has been a, a hot topic. Uh, Clay Thompson, his yeah. future, his ego, his his fragility, and – Last night he gets benched for the first time, or comes off the bench for the first time since 2012, and he drops 35 points. What's the deal? Is it all in between his ears? Uh, obviously part of it is physical, but what's the deal with Klay Thompson? You know, he's just having a hard time accepting where he is in his basketball existence. You know, you, you, there's, there's a saying, some people can't handle the different uh, chapters of their life. He's, he was like the easiest teammate of all time when he came up because he was just, you know, he just wanted to run and defend and run and shoot and run and run and run. Um, now, and now, though, he's been this huge dark cloud around this team because he can't handle the fact that he's not the same player that he was. Steve Kerr waited way, way, way too long to put this guy on the bench. This guy should have been in the bench on, you know, the week of Christmas. I mean, he should months ago this guy should have been riding the bench. He's played horribly. But now he's somewhat liberated it with the second unit because he knows he's got the full license to just hoist and shoot and shoot the ball. And that's really what he wants to do. So, I think he's going to embrace this. I think he'll be, you know, he he mentioned after the game, "Hey, look, Manu Ginobili made the made the Hall of Fame coming off the bench, and I think he looks at it as such a such a downgrade, or has, but now if they can kind of convince him that, hey, look, you know, you you might be able to contribute and really, you know, play a little bit more freely if you played with that second unit, you get up a lot of shots. If he buys in, I think it's the greatest thing that ever happened to his career. He's a free agent at the end of the year. They've already offered him two years and $48 million. You know and I know, Jr. he ain't worth that. I mean, he, he's not worth that, and yet he doesn't want to take it. He views it as a slap in the face. So that almost is like, man, that sounds like the Warriors and Clay are at an impasse. 
There's a lot of talk. Shams went on a couple different broadcasts today and said that both Florida teams, both L.A. teams, maybe a couple teams in New York may want him. Um, I, I, you know, I think Joe Lacob, all things being equal, would rather him stay. Steph Curry would rather him stay. But he's got to get real with what he's worth. I mean, I, I think two years and $40 million is where I would top out. And he, I don't think he's worth that, to be completely honest. Well, the way his play has been throughout the course of the season, I don't think he has too much of a leg to stand on unless he's really going to light the world on fire for the rest of the exactly. season. Larry Kruger is here with us. As, as we start to wrap up, Larry, I, I do want to ask you this. If you look at the Golden State Warriors, this is a small team. It's mismatched in regards to you got a lot of championship experience. You have young guys who are trying to figure out who and what they are. You know, is, is, is there they, – they weren't able to add anybody. Like, what's the expectation from the region of this team? They seem like they'll be good enough to go to the playoffs, but uh, is there an expectation that they'll run towards a magical championship? I mean, you know, there's references to it, but, I mean, how realistic is it? I think they're going to make the play in, and they're going to be a team that nobody wants any part of sure. in the first round because of the experience factor. Um, that would be my guess. I mean, they just got Draymond back. Draymond, I don't know what Draymond was doing early in the year. I mean, did he did he not want to play? I mean, he he literally you know swung a Nurkic. Uh, you know, he knew that was going to cost him weeks, and he still did it. So, but he's come back. He's in the right frame of mind. They're playing great since he got back. He's a key cog. They're going to get Chris Paul back. Uh, they got GP2 back. Um, Gary, Gary Payton, the second, who's a key defensive player for them. And, and I, you know, I really think they're going, to, they're going to finish strong, and they're going to probably win the play-in deal, and, and they're probably getting Minnesota in the first round. They'll probably duck out, but um, my guess is that they'll, they'll, they'll stretch Minnesota a little bit. Yeah, most certainly. Hey, championship experience. I just don't know if they, they got a whole lot more left in the tank, just up and down the roster. Hey, Larry, I appreciate you for taking time and sharing with us uh, your perspective. Where can people follow, listen, and keep up with you? Yeah, appreciate that. Um, I host, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a host at 95.7 The Game Radio in San Francisco, and you can follow me on YouTube. I have a YouTube show called The Krug Show, which has about 40,000 subs right now. And we, we do a lot of 49ers, a lot of, a lot of Giants, a lot of, a lot of Warriors, a lot of Bay Area sports on there. Most definitely. Well, thank you, Larry. Appreciate you for taking the time. And, and let's see what happens uh, with these Warriors. And your, your level of optimism next season for the Niners is what? More I mean, playoffs, season, elimination? Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, the, the, the Niners are one of the premier teams in the NFC. I mean, Detroit's going to be better. Green Bay's going to be better. The Rams, if they get a defense, could be pretty good. Other than and the Eagles aren't, are always there. Commanders will be better. 49ers will be in that mix in the NFC for sure among the contenders. Yeah, no doubt about it. Let's see if they can get over the hump. They've been there a whole lot. Larry, thank you so much. You enjoy the weekend, okay? Thanks, JR. Have a good one. No doubt about it. That Larry Kruger, as you just heard him, from 95-7 the game out in the Bay Area. I want to come back on the other side of the break and and talk more about the Niners, and, and yeah, he mentioned some of the potential candidates. Brandon Staley was mentioned. He brought up Bill Belichick and Vrabel. I don't know if they have the egos to kind of chill out, relax, and disappear from that. Let's talk some more. And then here in Atlanta, Terry Fontenot had some thoughts on, on what he might do with the quarterback position. And as I stand here in the studio, I mentioned this to you. 
Like, I'm not a Texans fan. And watching C.J. Stroud go up and down a basketball court makes me just, uh, I don't want to say cringe. I'm watching going, well, nobody's going to get hurt, right? Nobody's going to get hurt. Anyway, we'll talk about it all. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to talk more football and basketball on the other side of the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, that's, yeah, I know the game. The game from California. I know the game. I mean, he used to play basketball. I'm trying to remember if he was ever in the celebrity all star game. He's also one of the few rappers who I think. Said he's retired, and he's, to me, seems retired. I, God bless him. Good for him. Anyway, thank you so much. Larry Kruger joined us on the other side of the break from 95.7 The Game out in the Bay Area. If you want to call me like Larry, talk to me like Larry, it's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I want you to thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being that Larry is from the Bay Area, of course, a a big portion of our conversation surrounded about the the 49ers. We talked about Klay Thompson and the Warriors and and what the reality of his situation is. I did not forget my my question to Hickey about this uh, Sabrina Unescu versus a Steph Curry shootout. We'll get into that. But I want to talk first about something Larry said about who the 49ers should bring in as their new defensive coordinator. Steve Wilkes got the boot. There have been rumors about Brandon Staley going and taking over the reins. The same Brandon Staley just got fired from the Chargers. And then he brought up two interesting names, one being Bill Belichick and the other one being Mike Vrabel. Both of these dudes are unemployed. Realistically, they're capable coaches in the NFL. And I think a good reason why neither of these guys have jobs right now is because of their personalities. And when it comes to Bill Belichick, a lot of it comes comes down to to age and his resume and recent work. And, you know, he's not going to be around forever. And so do you want to bring on someone who you pretty much know over the next few years you're going to have to go out and start over again. 
Would it work in theory? Yes, it would. I mean, yeah, is Bill Belichick going to make a, a, a difference defensively for San Francisco? Yeah. I think he's going to make a difference anywhere that he coaches. But is he going to take a back seat to Kyle Shanahan? I mean, if we put him in a room, who is more qualified to be a head coach? Is it Bill Belichick or is it Kyle Shanahan? I just think when it comes down to ego, that, that, that doesn't work. And then when it comes to Vrabel, there should be no reason that he's no longer the Tennessee Titans head coach. The only reason why he's not is because they pretty much got sick of his personality. He was the smartest dude in the room. He did have the most success. And then you have an owner where the team stinks. And this lady got the team, Amy Adams, because her father passed away. Yeah, I I can see him trying to tell everybody, hey, this is all going wrong. We need to do it this way. And them getting upset, he, he, he wore out his welcome. It happens. I think Mike Vrabel, I think best for him is just to, to sit down, sit out, and wait for a job to open up next year. And Mike Vrabel, by the way, is very familiar with television. It's what the hell he was doing when he retired and before he got right back into the coaching ranks. Belichick, on the other hand, yeah, I think he's going to wait for his own job too. Pop up on TV? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he does work with NFL films. I don't know. Bill Belichick does an amazing job breaking down the games when he wants to. Doesn't want to talk to reporters. Hey, Hickey, what do you, what do you think about what, what Larry brought up? It's, it would be great, but I, I can't see it happening. Too much ego. 100%. In theory, it sounds great. You know, I think he still has it in terms of coaching the defensive side of the ball. But like you said, he was a head coach in New England for, what was it, 23 years, I think was the exact number. I mean, when you're used to calling the shots, and by the way, being the GM too, so he didn't report to anyone. He called his own shots in the draft, and, and when it came to getting ready for the game, I don't think I don't think anyone honestly would be able to put their ego aside to go then listen to orders from someone else for a year, two years before he could be a head coach. Maybe never potentially, but yeah, yeah. even even with Vrabel, I, I would take the approach of if I'm Vrabel, I can look at the and you don't you'd be. Stupid to look at the last two years and blame Mike Vrabel. It, it ain't his fault. I think he's one of the best coaches and one of the most prepared. You look at issues of clock management and strategy, he has been one of the best. And, uh, yeah, he, he would fit in too. But I think consensus knows and says he's one of the best coaches, even though he doesn't have a job. And I can't see him taking a step down. So it's, it's quite the opposite, like what we got in college football. You know, yesterday we talked about how many, how many coaches are saying, I don't want the head coaching job. Give me the assistant job at a bigger school, and, you know, maybe i work my, my way up the ranks there. It's, it's the NFL. These dudes are, are not taking one step back to now be somebody's uh, – uh, what, what, what's an appropriate word? Help me out here, Hickey. Assistant. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could have said water boy. There were some other creative words I could have used, but you'd have to uh, mute my microphone if I said that. So we'll, we'll see what happens uh, with the San Francisco 49ers and their defensive coordinator. Much more realistic that a guy who got fired, who needs a little bit of a come up, you know, ends up with that gig and that job. And that, that might be Brandon Staley. Speaking of a gig and a job, 50 cent is out here coaching at the uh, 
NBA All-Star Celebrity Games. Stephen A. Smith's team has 26 points, 29 points now to Shannon Sharp's 24. I have no idea who's playing without zooming in on them. I just know that uh, C.J. Stroud is there and Michael Parsons is there, and I would think that Cowboys and Texans fans don't want to see them out on the court. I, I I would not. Hickey, what do you think about these footballers out there? I'm surprised that they're allowed to play in the game, to be honest. I'm with you a million percent. I mean, especially to both young guys looking to get – I mean, well, Stroud's not looking to get paid. He's just a rookie. But two guys, you know what I mean, like still early in their years where the last thing you want is to lose a year because of something stupid like this. I, I, like, I hate to be the person – you kind of put kid gloves on and like put you know put them in bubble wrap in the off season, but especially basketball, I'm with you. It feels like too much of a risk, or you're sitting there if you're a Cowboys or a Texans fan rooting for them to, to be like they are right now, which is on the bench. Yeah, you take you take one move, and I don't you know I don't know are they are they running and jumping and cutting at the rate of an NBA player? No, no, they're not. But it, it's just it's a little concerning as as little Wayne is coaching the other team now. Uh, and little Wayne, he looks like he needs a nap, Picky. What's his deal? Yeah, he um, he looks a little tired, to say the least. I mean, it is All-Star Weekend. I'm sure the partying got started early. That's for sure. He has um, on fingerless gloves. That's still a style, still a thing. Oh, God. Um, it's, it's little Wayne. He could do what he wants. I was going to say, he is the style, right? Yeah, little Wayne. Little and that Wayne. hat looks like it's from, like, 1970. Looks very old. Oh, well, I'll, I'll leave you to tell, tell him these things in person. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say I don't I don't I don't know I don't do know I, what Hickey's can I call him about. Wayne? Hey, do, so I say hey Lil? Do I just say hey hey Mr. Wayne? I I think you can get away with Wayne. People call him Wayne, right? Okay, I don't I don't know. I've not really seen him in the media. I guess that hey, recently people address by, him. By the way, he hates New York City. You know that? I no, no I did not. Why? No, he hates New York. He hates the because he got locked up on a gun charge in New York. Uh, that makes sense. He hates That's performing fair. in New York. He hates the uh, regulations. He hates the city. He does not like New York City. So, so I, I guess I, I'll never see him. Yeah, we'll br- well we'll bring him up to CBS in New York and let's uh, we'll talk to him then. Anyway, eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. You know what, Les? Should should we should we talk about the Falcons and, and Fontenot's comments, or should we save that, Hickey? You tell me. Let's save it because it is a little bit of a longer clip, and we do have about nine, uh, two minutes. Be cutting it close. I don't know how much you got to say, but we'd be cutting it close either Oh, way. no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at what we just heard for about all these quarterbacks. I'm looking at one quarterback and C.J. Stroud running up and down the, the, the court right now. I'm definitely afraid that he, he might pull something. Hopefully he's done playing in this stupid celebrity all-star game. But to your suggestion, yeah, it's it's probably better to just quote unquote wait. It's a good idea. Because the Falcons, as we all know, they are a team looking for a quarterback. You know, is it going to be Russell Wilson? Are they going to be able to draft someone that they want at eight? Or are they going to go out there and trade for someone? A, a lot of options for the Atlanta Falcons now that they have a head coach in Raheem Morris. Got a head coach? You're going to have to go out there and get yourself a quarterback. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. And we'll talk about the Falcons QB situation. I want to dive a little deeper into this uh, celebrity game. I also know that it's a big weekend flattened period for the NBA. I posed a question to Hickey. I'm going to ask it again on the other side. As uh, Sabrina Unescu 
is going to go against Steph Curry in a personal three-point shooting contest. Someone who is not a fan of NBA All-Star Weekend is Josh Hart. You want to know why? Because it's in Indianapolis. This man hates Indianapolis, and it looks like he hates Indiana. Not me. I don't got no problem with nobody out there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We come back on the other side. We're going to get into it all. And Michael Parsons, his issue, only one, isn't playing in the celebrity game. It appears that he was harassed at the airport. Fans don't have any type of respect. We're going to talk about it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 